you can pee with an erection. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. We're calling you. Pick up your phone. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. We're calling you. Pick up your phone. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Calling Monroe. It's Friday night, Gucci. What you doing? Uh, I do not feel good. You're not partying? No. Why don't you feel good? I am so cold. I got headache, muscle pain. Do you have what Donald describes as the Kung Flu? Almost. I got the vaccine. Second shot yesterday. Oh, so you have 5G? Yes, and autism. Damn. Send my regards to Bill Gates. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, do you want to call Monroe? He's a doctor. He might be able to fix you right up. He can doctor me. He can. Oh, he'll doctor you. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's just call him. Let's call Monroe. What's up, folks? Hey, Monroe. Hey. Are you partying on this Friday night? Uh, no, just reflecting at us showering naked together oh. oh what what do you mean uh well uh we showered naked together because a man told us to oh uh did a, did a man tell us to i think so. there's that so in the in the pools in iceland when before you shower you have to be naked and if and i think i wasn't naked and then there's a man who comes up and says yeah get naked brah yeah oh very good yeah i mean I can and see that's that being just thing. his job in life is just to tell you to get naked isn't it there those men are rarer than they used to be they used to be uh, quite common. Oh, really? And, yeah, society seems to have sort of taken a left turn on that one and <laughs> gotten rid of these boys. <laughs> there, are, there are even. Well, I'm glad I was in Iceland when they were about. Yeah. The old sexual tease of having a man tell you to uh, take your clothes off. You know what I've heard? I've heard that in the the ladies' changing rooms, they're not men; they're actually women. What? What? You know, the 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 men who tell them to shower aren't men. In the ladies' rooms, they. They're women instead. <laughs> How weird is that? <laughs> this is actually this is actually a thing that like absolutely blew our minds, and it really shouldn't have. So in Aberdeen, I don't know if you're familiar with this concept. This seems like a UK thing, but I'm not sure. In the bathrooms of like bars and clubs, there was always <laughs> there was always a fucking dude who was like put the soap in your hand when you were washing your hands and like offered you a towel and had like cologne and shit and he wanted you to pay him for this and like you had to maneuver around him if you didn't want to pay mm. for this shit and always, always from sub-saharan africa mm. always okay mm. yeah, i wasn't gonna mention that but it's true and then uh, i don't know it was you like you'd always had a few drinks because you were it was like in the evenings they didn't work daytimes obviously they were in places where people would be drunk mm. uh and like yeah, and they would be doing this shit. And then one day we were talking about this at a party. Uh, the guys were like, "What the fuck is up with these dudes? They're so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point in them." And then the girls were like, "Yeah, we have them as well. There's these like women in the bathroom." And we were just like, "Wait a second! No way! I never knew this." <laughs> 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 but like, of course there is. 
Yes, that has blown my mind, and I feel like such an idiot for the fact that's blown my mind. I know that's how we felt. It fucking absolutely floored us. What? I'm, I'm, like, yeah, it surprises me in every way. Not just that it was in the woman's bathroom; it's just in the toilet, like in any bathroom. It's weird. It's weird and uncomfortable, and like there's this expectation of having to, first of all, like interact with them out of basic human decency. But then there's the fact that if you like, if you indulge in that basic human decency, then all of a sudden you owe them money. (laughs) Such a weird dynamic. (laughs) But is it like... It's horrible. It's either be rude or pay the money. It's not the company that has... It's not the employee of the bar. Well, this is what I don't really get about the whole business strategy because the... The the club gets nothing out of it. I mean, I can't see why they would care whether this guy is there Mm. because Mm. the amount of money he makes to them would be negligible. Mm. He doesn't make enough money to pay them for, like, being there for that night, you wouldn't expect. No. Uh, So... So why do why do they even let why do they even let it happen? I don't know. It's just I bet I am quite nostalgic about it though. I do I feel like I would miss it on a night out if they weren't there. But then that's probably just because all of my memories of nights out involve them. I absolutely don't miss that. Like in my life nowadays, I don't <laughs> ever see these people, mm-hmm. and I don't miss them in the slightest. But as like a memory, looking back, then it's. It's at least interesting, and that's something. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's something to look I just back never on. questioned it, because I didn't know anything else. It's so weird. Yeah, this is a good point, though. Because they, they let them be there, obviously, because otherwise you're, they're not there all yeah. night, every night. So what's the incentive? I don't know. Is it just like a... Is it a... It can't be a charity thing. Like, just, oh, we'll just let them. Because what? why? Yeah, I don't think every club owner... And every every city in the UK is charitable in that way, in that no. very specific niche way. I went to like a three-star Michelin restaurant, and there were people like that there. I guarantee they were not the same. No, but you you didn't have to pay them. You didn't have to pay them. Yeah. <laughs> Did they have a collection of cheap perfumes and colognes? Yeah. No, but they have like a toothbrush and. Oh shit. That's dope, actually. Going to a restaurant and expecting someone to give you a toothbrush so that you can brush your teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there was like a servant on the bathroom. In the bathroom. Like in the bathroom stall? No, like out in the... Just outside. No, I mean... Oh, okay. Just, but he wasn't like... He wouldn't assist you. He wouldn't wipe you. No, he wouldn't. No, no, no. Okay. But he was like... Had like a towel and... He wouldn't wipe you because that's the only form of assistance. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's there's two assistances. There's the holding and there's the wiping. Yeah. Mm. Right. Uh, have, we've talked about bidets a lot. Bidets. Yeah. Right. I well, still, still haven't got one. one. Maybe I need to no. get myself one now that I'm an earner. I just I don't find them particularly uh, enticing. Enticing is the word I'm looking for. Mm. When they're this the type that. Ole or whatever was talking about, where they just hook onto your sink or some bullshit, mm. like or your tap, like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, to just sit your ass across <laughs> your sink. No, and I don't want to. I don't want to have to attach and and unattach a hose and stuff. You know, I want it to just be a thing. Can't you just mm. do enema every time? Uh, I've told you the story, right? Yes. Yeah, that's and not. And we talked about. <laughs> Coffee and Nima and that stuff, do you remember? Yeah, I edited it out of the podcast, I think. So you did, let's you move did. on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. oh, Lord, Lord. Uh, yeah, and so I'm thinking, because I'm moving uh, 
in nine days, I'm moving. Where? Nice. Uh, to another apartment here in Copenhagen that I'm going to stay in long term. Nice. Uh, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I mean, it is a rental apartment, mm-hmm. so I can't install a bidet, mm. but I could at least buy one of those thrones, you know, those that like wrap around your toilet, essentially. Yeah. 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 I could do, I could do that. that if you do that, it. I'm looking for some feedback and then I'll consider doing the same myself. Mm. Uh, Mike, Mike Carnell of Twinovation, who is uh, friends with Dave Rosey, who was our guest the other day, mm-hmm. he swears by, he has a, a what did he call it? A, some It's called like a something throne, and it, I feel like it rhymes, but I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he has one, and he swears by it, he says it's amazing. Mm. So, I mean, that's already one positive review, right? Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there, because I was desperately trying to think of a poop thing that would rhyme with throne me too yeah I, all i can think of is bone and it is not that, <laughs> not that. <laughs> a bone throne <laughs> not that no that's not a, that a, a blumpkin are you guys familiar with the blumpkin no nope. god you can tell this is a friday night on the podcast this is just not okay there's two <laughs> there's a blumpkin and there's a blumpkin pie and i don't really think i should describe either of them but if can, you want to go you, on... Uh, can you send a link? Go on Urban Dictionary. Mm, so I'll tell you. Okay, I'll tell A blumpkin yeah. is uh, yeah. a man receiving uh, fellatio mm-hmm. while he's on the toilet. Oh. Sitting on the toilet, mm-hmm. uh, doing the deed that requires sitting on the toilet. You know what's fun about that? Someone has made a pumpkin with character of someone being blumpkinned. On is it. this true? Are you serious? I mean, when you said that, then my mind goes, yeah, of course, definitely they have. That's the thing that humanity has accomplished. But I want to see it. But usually when you do number two, yeah. do you not usually do number one too? This is something that I've thought about. You can do the number one first, though. Yes. You don't, it, it's yeah, you can get it out of the way. But you can pee in between. Yeah, I would never trust myself to be like fully done with the peeing part. There's always a little yeah. left, you know. There's always yeah. there's a constant production. It's like Santa's workshop. I mean, I I as an individual, I'm pretty relaxed in a lot of settings, and I don't I don't embarrass too easily. But pooping, I really like to be on my own and have my own space. Yeah, I think ever yeah. since, like I don't know, like even when you're at, like if you're at home and stuff like when I was younger, you know, you just lock the door in the bathroom. That's you in your own space for a bit. And I think that's this always just stayed with me. Mm. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, I think that doesn't sound enjoyable in the slightest. I think most agree for, with you. I think it's, for plenty of reasons, it doesn't sound enjoyable. This is but one of those reasons. <laughs> that's true. I think that's there's true. A, a whole, you could write a book on the reasons for why this is an uncomfortable experience. Yeah. It's the opposite of chocolate and raisins. Yeah. They're both, they're, they're two things yeah. that are, are taking away from each other rather than being great in the sum of their parts. Have what? you had chocolate with popcorn? No. That shit is that's, fucking dope. Next time good. you go to the cinema, which is sometime in 12 years after COVID, <laughs> then get get some popcorn salted because we're not animals and have chocolate with it. Mm. Like get some chocolates to eat alongside it. But there mm. exists right. chocolate-covered popcorns. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to, 
if you want to go that route. But that's a bit much, I think. Like, you want to have a large container of popcorn, because that's delicious. And then, like, an adequate amount of chocolate. Because if you have... <clears throat> you wouldn't want, like, a huge container of popcorn with every single one of them it, it is good. coated in chocolate. It's good. Yeah, but that's how people die before yeah. their time. Oh. A couple of things. That is a... Uh, that is a reason to not enjoy the thought of a Blumkin. Uh, there's other reasons, which is this. Uh, so that I don't know. I want to. I want to do a slight segue. I don't know if this is horrible, but it is a Friday night, so I'm sorry to all of our listeners. <laughs> uh, golden showers. Yeah, yeah. I'd right. say that's a step up from a Blumkin. No, 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 no. I think no. you're going the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A golden shower is less intense than a Blumkin. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it's less mm. perverted and horrible. It's still weird, and I don't want to partake in it number no. one number two uh i've heard of of uh i know a girl i'm not gonna name any names and i know that she sandra took, no i know that she took a boy home uh that she didn't know mm-hmm. a one night stand if you will mm-hmm. uh, and he asked to pee on her and she said yes <laughs> Uh, that's fine or whatever like yeah i mean for it, her it's not that, like she's just peeing whereas it's the no it's the receiver no that's... she's getting peed on mm-hmm. oh she oh she's getting yeah, peed she, on yeah, yeah yeah she's getting peed ah. on which is, i mean none of this is great but fine so far we'll just we'll just deal with it right yeah but i want to know if he's peeing on her like there there isn't uh there's a problem here him peeing on her and enjoying it <laughs> sexually deeply so should theoretically prevent him from adequately being able to pee on her. Do you know what I mean? Why? What? Because if it's so hot, yeah, which it must be for you to ask a stranger the first time you yeah. meet them, then yeah. surely it would give you an erection, if you will. Mm. You can pee with an erection. Can. No, you you can pee with a with a semi, but you can't like you can't have a throbbing member and pee. It's like a <laughs> It's, I know we were right about then that my mother stopped listening. All right, I googled it. Can you pee with an erection? It's almost impossible. This is not to something we need to Google. This is we have three people in yeah. the podcast that can answer yeah. this. And mm. I and I'm telling you, I it's not possible when it's when you're, uh, you know, it's it's when you're difficult to aim. I'll grant you that, but it's perfectly possible. No, it's not. Mm. Okay, go go right now. And get like a, a forty gun salute going, and then tell me that you can pee like that. You can't. You can pee with like a semi. You absolutely can. I mean, if you but are that's different. If you really must have to pee, then you can. Yeah, because you will lose your erection. The th- it's no, like no. It's just it just is possible. This is I not. Think it is possible. <laughs> I think it is. No, you guys are you guys are wrong. You guys are actually wrong. <laughs> you just you just have weak pee muscles. No, I don't. I don't. So, like, it's a, it is a biological thing that when you get a sufficient erection, the this engorgement blocks the the pee canal and doesn't block the seminal fluid canal. Like, there's a bit where they diverge, and you can't really pee. Like, you can. Yeah, we've all peed, like in the morning or whatever. When there's, you know, you're not quite. Droopy the master detective hound, but no, you can't tell me that you like. Okay, go get Mel right now. Let's do an no. experiment. <laughs> no. 
Cracker, is this what we're going to talk about in this? That's just not happening. Go get Mel. It's a Friday night, bro. Go get Mel. That, that is not your excuse for everything. Why? It is a Friday night, Mel. Is it a Friday night? Can't see come and say hi. Can't see come and say hi. She's watching Monarch of the Glen right now, I think. That sounds horrible. Yeah. No, I want, like, okay, fine. Don't try it live on the podcast, but try it tonight. Have have <laughs> her, like, warm you up for a good 15, 20 minutes. And then try to pee in her... No, I'm not... (laughs) 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 And then try to pee. Tell me, like... No. No, 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 no. This is not how this works. Uh, Anyway, how was your week? (laughs) (laughs) Just that. It was good. (laughs) (sighs) Fuck. We've lost... We've either lost some listeners or gained a lot. I think we lost them. (laughs) Yeah. And it's you know what direction do we want to take this? What listeners do we want to hold on to? What do we? Which ones do we want to lose? That's the thing. I mean, it's a Friday night, and people are going to be listening to this on Monday morning, and Monday morning is when you really want a Friday night. Hmm. True. Right? You know what? There's some great logic to that. Yeah. So let's because that. uh, that's the furthest you can be from Friday night. Yeah, it is. Despite being pretty close to Friday night, unless it's Saturday morning. No, because. Uh, See that this is it gets complicated though. There's more variables at play. Saturday morning is more similar to Friday night. Hmm. It's like chronologically, it's further away, sure, but in terms of the spirit of Christmas, if you will, then it's far removed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> how is the uh, how's the old parking lot lawsuit? Um, I. You're not there anymore. You've uh, you've yeah, abandoned like, that ship. Okay, I got like a answer that there may be nay, they can hopefully give me an answer this year oh this year as in 2021 yes they'll get to you within one business year <laughs> yes <laughs> hopefully within this year <laughs> Jesus. That's, that's such a cop of an answer <laughs> that's absolutely unacceptable some might say yeah. yeah if someone tells you they might get back to you within the year that's not <laughs> That is not cool unless it's like your, I don't know, you're like betrothed and she lives in Panama and it's the year 1724 and you don't live in Panama and you have to send messages by ship mm-hmm. that have to discover Panama. When was Panama discovered? Uh, 1463. Monroe, do you want to guess? Uh, I'll go fifteen eighty. Holy shit, fifteen thirteen. Oh, but that I mean, discovered or not discovered? Some Portuguese motherfucker supposedly discovered Panama, Mm. but like there was already people there. I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, Yeah. So like yes. (laughs) So (laughs) who then got royally fucked? Absolutely. So you can't really say that. Yeah, I would say it's not fair to say it was discovered in 1513, Vasco Nunez de Balboa. Discovered to Europe, I suppose. Yeah, that's very Western-centric of them. I mean, Western-centric of you, to use that terminology. Yeah, but I backtrack. You did. You made it seem like it was someone else's fault. It was Vasco's. (laughs) Vasco. It's chimuadventures.com slash blog's fault for saying this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there were potentially people in Panama two and a half thousand years ago. Some Panamaniacs. Uh, wait, is that something you just Googled? 
No, it's just off the top of my head. No, yes, it's definitely something I googled. Two and a half thousand years ago? Yeah. It's almost as old as your mom. <laughs> Friday night, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half thousand years ago, that is a long time ago, but not really, though. Uh, well, this is something no. that this is something that sort of fucks with me, right? When uh, if you look at like genealogy databases, because this mm-hmm. is what we work with a lot, there's surprisingly few generations in a long span of time. Yeah, 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 that's true. Like you don't have to go back all that many generations to go back a thousand years. Like, yeah, it it's mm. a, eight generations is around like early nineteenth century or late eighteenth. Yeah, uh, I mean, it also depends on. Yeah, nineteen. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, 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 I've been going through some families, and it seems to be around that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you go around early, like mid eighteen hundred to early like nineteenth century to middle of eighteenth, mm-hmm. it is around that ten, eight to ten generations. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll buy that. Mm. I was treating a patient today who was apparently in uh, one of the concentration camps. Oh, damn. I keep thinking this, not in a bad way, but like, when is when are the last of those people going to die? Because not in like a, I hope they die sort of way, but in like a you see, <laughs> see you still you still see them existing, and it just it is so long ago now. Yeah, yeah. That like, how are these people still here? It's been. But then I guess, like you said, just it, it's just not that long ago in terms of. I guess ev- everything seems like it was ages ago. But it's been like almost eighty years. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess it's perfectly plausible for someone to have been alive 80 years ago <laughs> when I think about it a little bit. Or if you think about how much the world has changed since then. I mean, like Germany was fucked at the end of World War II with loads of the Berlin bombed, and now it's an absolute powerhouse. Hmm. Germany is one of those things that, like, they're truly remarkable. They really, they really brought it back. They really brought it you back. Know? Didn't they? they absolutely did. Like they are. If you if you went back uh, eighty years, and you're like in eighty years, Germany is going to be the legitimate leader of the free world, hmm. and they are going to be the ones like protecting, you know, human rights and all that sort of shit. Like they are the yeah. main player in keeping the EU and all these sorts of things doing their shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People eighty years ago would not have believed that. Yeah, definitely. Which is insane. And you've got all like I think it was uh, early fifties or late forties before India gained independence from the UK. That wasn't that long ago that we that that happened. I think in the sixties the Aborigines were still being hunted basically by the mm-hmm. Australians. Like the world has changed a lot in quite a short space of time. Uh, question for you: mm-hmm. The Ottoman Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, what date was it dissolved? Oh, is this like 2003? <laughs> no, it's not. 1990. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the point is that it was dissolved November first, nineteen twenty-two. Wow! Yeah, you think of the Ottoman Empire as like a an ancient culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was around less than a hundred years ago. Yeah, uh, exactly a hundred years ago, Ragnar. Uh, no, 
November 1st, 1922 was less than oh. 100 years ago. Oh, yes. What's your job again? You work with numbers, right? <laughs> I don't work with numbers. Numbers work with you. I just like something genetics, biology, something, something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You work, you just use Microsoft Word. Yeah. Yeah, I know and, that uh, one. Add calculator. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, cool. Ottoman Empire, boys. The world has changed, and <laughs> that is the conclusion. <laughs> I guess that is the conclusion. And right? old people is... are old, but actually not that old. <laughs> yeah, old people are pretty old, but not that old. The world has changed yeah. a lot. Like Betty White. Betty White is 99. We talked about this last time. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Betty White was alive when the Ottoman Empire was around. Yeah. That's madness. Yeah. Oh, a, yeah. a cool fact that I can't remember the details of right now, but who cares? Um, right. Is the the time frame between the first ever human flight to mm. landing on the moon, mm-hmm. and it's so short. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's when was it, it's when within was a generation flight? easily. Yeah. Uh, so the Wright brothers uh, list of firsts in aviation. That seems like the perfect article to read, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In five hundred five. Well, 559 AD, several prisoners of Emperor Wenchuan of Northern Qi, including Yuan Huangtu of Ye, were said to have been forced to launch themselves from a tower attached to a kite as an experiment. I've, that doesn't count to me. No. It sounds mad. mad. What, what noise have we got going on there? It's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's called uh, electric chair. The electric chair? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it is electric, and it is a chair. Yeah, I guess you are. You live your life in the electric chair. Yes. Uh, so, so far, all these are ballooning accidents, but fuck balloons. Uh, heavier I mean, than air. 19, there we go. 1903, I think, was the first uh, flight by the, the Wright brothers. Is it? And then about 60 years later, we landed on the moon. Yes. Supposedly. Oh, Supposedly. <laughs> Yeah, December 17th, 1903. They traveled 37 meters, which is not as far as traveling to the moon. No, it's not. What is the moon like? 300,000 kilometers? 400,000 kilometers? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to submit. I'm going to go for 200,000. No, 500,000. 500,000. At at least 300 meters. At least, yeah. It's 384,400 kilometers. Oh. So I was pretty right. So how many whales is that? Uh, the animal or the country? The animal, obviously. Oh, yeah, because you didn't pronounce your H. You said whales. Whales. But at a certain time, you stop flying and you start... Start what? In the space. In the beginning, you start by flying. And then you're just falling as you're in yeah, orbit. Yeah, exactly. That blew my mind no, the first time I understood not... orbit. Okay, but going to the moon is not being in orbit. No, you no, but this, then right? you just like are not flying anymore. You're just like... Yeah, you're just sort of chilling. Yeah. No, I mean, you are, because if you stop doing anything about it, the Earth's gravity would fuck you up. So you are still flying. Yeah, you're not okay. just, like, chilling in space doing nothing, uh, because you're still within the gravitational well or whatever. Uh, the moon. So, interesting fact. Uh, there's a dude who does a very good job with this. Um, he He is a cinematographer of some description, mm-hmm. and he does a YouTube video. I assume he does more than one YouTube video, but he does this specific YouTube video yeah. about faking the moon landing. And he just, he doesn't uh, dive into the, the science of the actual moon landing itself. He just debunks the thing that, this myth of like not, or the conspiracy of not having gone to the moon 
by showing that it was it was impossible to fake it at the time with yes. uh, the technology available to film. Yeah, mm. it would have been more expensive to fake it. Yeah, so there was the continuous not not even more expensive. It, w- it's, it it's wasn't possible. Impossible. Because one of the main sort of pillars of his argument is uh, the magnetic tapes that they saved the recordings on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, basically the, oh, yeah. the hard drives of yesteryear. And the conspiracy theory says that they were just on a set somewhere in Hollywood and like jumping around. And then it was shown, it was played back uh, in slow motion so that it looked like they were, you know, in low gravity. Yeah. Uh, and then he basically just shows like the absolute largest storage capacity was this. And in order to like play it back at uh, in slow motion, you need to obviously have more yeah, recording yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the amount of time they would have had to record for was just like ludicrously impossible. Mm. You would have like had mm. to fill up a tape machine that was the size of like a house or some bullshit. It just was not mm. possible. I I remember watching like the Mythbusters take on this. Yeah, this and isn't then, that. This is just some super okay. nerdy cinematographer guy. But it's yeah. a good video. It's not that long, and it is fully, fully convincing. But at least in that in that Myth Mythbusters episode, they bought like a really strong laser, mm. and and they would just the, the theory was that it would reflect if there was a metal there. Mm. If there was something there, it would reflect the light. So they like mes- measured how much it had decreased. And they knew exactly where the car and the devices were supposed to be. So they directed it exactly on that spot. And they said if they wouldn't get reflection, it wouldn't be there. Mm. If they would get reflection, and they managed to show that it was like that. I, I'm i going to say that it probably sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's plenty of reasons why this is not... It wasn't fakeable, but we've talked about conspiracy theories in the past, right? Mm. The amount of people, mm. what was it? The amount of people that were like needed to be in on the, uh, the conspiracy and not tell it was what, like just sort of a million or something. It was like 400,000 people at the time. And then more people have been added on yeah. or some shit. It's insane. But also there's no way that Russia and India nowadays wouldn't have taken picture of it to yeah, prove it was not there. Of course. Which, My brother sent me a podcast the other day. And he mentioned this the other day when we were talking about things, um, things we don't need to get into because we don't like to talk about politics. Mm. Uh, and yeah, this, this one of these guys, he was talking about his stepdad or something and how he had always said this thing that like brought him back to Earth. And it this was specifically about the moon landing or some conspiracy. And he's like, imagine, like, look at the world and look at how much people love money and then look at. The, just the number of people that would have had to be in on this conspiracy. And you're assuming that not one of them would have told for money. And there would have been a lot of money for the person who outed this conspiracy. Hmm. So you yeah. think of like the the half a million people or whatever that were involved in the moon landing. Not one of them was willing to give up this big secret for fortune and fame. No. Nah. Yeah. That's not how people work. People are horrible. Whilst we're uh, we're dancing around politics, we're not getting into it. Did we yeah. all see Amanda Gorman? It was that the uh, the poet laureate. Mm. Yeah, the poet who uh, took poetry from being something that virgins and people at war do and made it mainstream and badass. Wow, you are so wrong in what you just said. It is outrageous how wrong you are. 
Holy shit. She was basically being, she went up on, on the podium and was a rapper for a little bit. That's what she did. And just because they called it her, called her a poet laureate Mm -hmm. and all that. I mean, she was just a rapper for a little bit, a socially conscious rapper, Mm -hmm. a slam poet, if you will. She was, there was a little bit of slam poetry too, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. I hated that inauguration. Let's just throw that out there. I thought it was so lame. All of it was so lame. Well, you were never going to like it, were you? you were the only way you'd like it is if they actually rioted at it and all those oh, people that came would have been and so wrecked good. it. If actually Trump so would have come and like arrested him and... God, that would have been beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I would have loved that. Yeah. No, it's just, it was so... Oh, man, it was it was so American. And has, it it ever was been, so, has it ever been better than that? Yeah, definitely. Obama's was better than that. Obama's was less like... The, everything that happened at this inauguration was just checking a box to be like, look, we love young black women that do poetry. Look, we love some other demographic group that represents... It was all just this big, like, look, we're not Trump. We like people. I don't know. I just find it... Yeah, it, it was, seems like a really good, positive that, message that I can get on board with. But that's a I good just, message. Right? Yeah, maybe it's a good message, but Being, sometimes it's not about... That, that something is cringy is okay. Yeah, but it's lame and cringy. Yeah, but why does that matter? If because mess- you you shouldn't have to be lame and cringy to be cool. You don't have to be lame and yeah, but the, you can be you can have a good message without being lame and cringy. Cringy is just like it's an opinion. It's what do you feel? No, it's it's, it's not, appealing it's, to it's a oh, it's no subjective. it's like it's subjective. they're trying to score they're trying to score cheap points is what they're doing, and I don't like cheap points. I want the points to be expensive. Yeah. hard to come by I mean no I yeah. feel like making a I mean I, I could see why you think that way but also just saying uh, a certain group is underrepresented or we need uh, more female role models in politics mm-hmm. and then going out and deliberately choosing a female for a role on that basis I don't think there's anything wrong with that I feel like if, if, no, don't, if there's a don't group put, that's underrepresented don't put me in the position where I'm the asshole. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not. You I did it am. yourself. I no, 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 no. I think, I just think it, the whole thing was pandering. It, that's all it was. And I am not a fan of that. They were just, for an hour or whatever, they were just like J-Lo up there shouting in Spanish. And then Garth Brooks singing some bullshit. Like that was to appease the country crowd who probably voted for Trump. Like, the whole thing was just pandering, and pandering is the worst. They're just trying to re- unite a really divided place. He just They're sounds trying. like a bit of a cunt. Mm-hmm. Me? No, I was being... I mean... They're not, they're not. They're trying to They're trying to whitewash this neoliberal piece of shit man who is... all. His only virtue is being better than Trump. Anyway, let's stop mm. talking about politics. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk about... Something. <laughs> I, I was going to talk about something. I just forgot it. Oh, that helps. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's 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 great. That's uh, it's really good, actually. I mean, I went for a run today. Is that interesting to you guys? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, that's good. I guess. Uh, I've I've been watching The Office because it's on Netflix. Which now. one, Shout American out. or British? The Amer- I've already seen the British one. I haven't seen okay. the American one, so I'm watching the American one. The British uh, one is so bloody British. short. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Okay, I thought you were going to do that. The British one is so much better. Oh, 
Like, this is the same thing as the, if anyone here wants to write us in about which office is better, just don't. That's on the same level as complaining about how people say scones or quoting Monty Python in public. And just saying don't do that these Shawshank Redemption is your favorite movie. Uh, my dad, if he's listening, shout out because he hates the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's a good, it's okay movie, but I hate that everyone say that as their best movie that I've ever seen. Yeah, it's only on the top. It's only number one on IMDb because people have already decided that it should be number one on IMDb. Yeah, it's yeah. not the I best. The, God, movie. the Godfather's number one on IMDb, isn't it? No, it's Shawshank. Oh, really? I think so. I mean, let's uh, juggle this one. IMDb top two fifty. All right, I want you. <laughs> let's play game, boys. Let's play game. Uh, the, okay, te- the top ten on. Uh, IMDb top 250. I've already given you the first one. The first one is the Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes number two is going to be the Godfather then, because the Godfather I thought was number one. Okay, yeah, the Godfather is number two. Uh, mm-hmm. Keep listing. You get ten. You you can name like don't don't jump the gun on this because you can have ten guesses between the two of you to try oh. to get as many of the top ten as you can. Oh, that's right. Fight Club. Uh, no, not Fight Club. It's eleven though. So good job. Is it is it like Lord of the Rings, Turn of the King? Uh, it's there, number seven, yeah. Nice. Uh, how many Godfathers are there? Is that just like, there are three Godfathers, aren't there? Yeah. Are they, I'm going Godfather one, two, and three then. Uh, so you're going to make two more guesses. Godfather two is there. So number one, Shawshank Redemption. Number two, Godfather. Number three, Godfather part two. Uh, that's six guesses from you guys, and you are missing a decent amount of movies. How, how about that... Uh, uh... Breakfast at Tiffany's or something. No. Mm, I like your thinking, though. Mm. And I said, what about breakfast <laughs> oh, at Tiffany's? Samurai, seven samurai or something. No, not there. Oh, another. Yeah, these, are, these are good guesses, though, good. Yeah. I mean, these are, I don't on, know. these are on the top 250, yeah, but not there yet. You get two more guesses, and then I'll just read out the, the, uh, the list. I don't know. Apocalypse Now? No. The Matrix? No, but no. that's also a surprisingly good guess because it's number 16. Mm. So number one, Shawshank Redemption. Number two, Godfather. Number three, Godfather Part Two. Number four, The Dark Knight. Ah. Uh, number oh, I would five, not have seen that being good. so high. But it's because uh, well, Heath Ledger died, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, number five is 12 Angry Men. Oh, okay. Number six is Schindler's List. Okay. Oh. Number seven is uh, Return of the King, like we said. Number eight is Pulp Fiction, Undeserved. Mm. I don't think it's a good movie. Mm. Number nine, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And number 10, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Oh. Yeah. I mean, Tarantino was going to have something there, wasn't he? Was he, though? Yeah. Oh, this is another <laughs> one of your controversial opinions. Is it, though? Yeah. Y- yes, it is a controversial opinion. He's widely I, I, recognized as an incredible director. I think he's good. Is he? I did not like his last movie. Was what movies of his movie? do you like? Like, what movies of his are actually good? Uh, which I mean, Pulp Fiction for a star is a film. No, it's not good. Like it's overrated. Of course, it's overrated. I I kind of like that. uh, Didn't he do Inglorious Bastards? No, he did do Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, but that's a good movie. Django Unchained also Django is good. Okay, those two are good. You're right. You're right. Uh, Uh, Kill Bill I thought was way overrated. And then he did that. Yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed Kill Bill though, but it wasn't. Right, I thought Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was not very good. We've talked about this, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, mm. we watched it together, didn't we? Uh, yes, I think so. Sin City, he was special guest director, whatever. Mm. CSI, CSI, 
He was <laughs> he directed two episodes. Fair oh. enough. Reservoir Dogs, I haven't seen, but that's the one that like uh, propelled him into the stratosphere, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a film that and I didn't then, like on first viewing, but enjoyed when I watched it a second time. He did hate this in it too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that wasn't that special, but okay. No. He's also, he's kind of like Ricky Gervais in that he truly loves himself. Yeah. And I'm not a, not a big fan. He's, he's that. way more of an arrogant cock than Ricky Gervais. No, 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 no. How can you say that? How can you, in good faith, say what you just said? Because it's true. Ricky Gervais is president for life of the Ricky Gervais fan club. Mm. <laughs> Ricky Gervais probably has his own face printed on his pillowcases. Yeah. Like, it but is he's next funny. Level. So it's, it, something he, I learned at school, one of the guys at school, uh, Sean Dempsey, he was such an asshole, but he was hilarious. So you never cared. And that's just, you know... That's the way of life. He's. He, I'd still happily hang out with him today just because he was funny. I don't think I'd want to hang out with Ricky Gervais. Like, the thing with Ricky Gervais that really pisses me off is that Stephen Merchant was like his right-hand man, uh, and they did The Office together, and they did all the shit together, and uh, An Idiot Abroad and all these things. And whenever Ricky Gervais talks about these accomplishments, he always says, he always uses the word I. He always says, I did this, and Ooh. I decided to do this. But he didn't. It was the two of them. Like, he wasn't the only one doing this. And in the intro to An Idiot Abroad, he's basically just going, I thought it was a good idea to send my friend Carl Pilkington around the world. Like, no, it wasn't. It was, there was more than just you. Don't be like this. You don't have to be like this. Yeah. Shout out Ricky Gervais. If you want to sponsor our podcast, then I will yeah. retract my comments. <laughs> but I have been watching The Office. That's how we initially talked about Ricky Gervais and the first season uh, I was like meh this is okay because mm -hmm. the first season of the American office is a blatant ripoff of the yeah of the British one not yeah. like which is fair because it's made by the same people but like uh, it's the character the of Michael Scott is way too much of just a carbon copy of Ricky Gervais's character but then he sort of evolves and becomes a different character yeah and now I'm like Halfway, I've been binging this shit, man. I started like two days ago, and I'm like balls deep in season three, mm. and I truly enjoy it now. Yeah, I just really binge the uh, the YouTube clips of um, the prank war with Dwight and Jim. That's oh, good. Just Jim? incredible. The one, the one of the ones I really like is where where Dwight's reading out all these pranks as he's trying to um, get Jim penalized for them. And there's one where he just says, I hit myself in the face with my phone. And the, the prank was that he just put pennies every oh, yeah. day, one more penny into into Dwight's phone. So it got slowly heavier and heavier mm. and he didn't notice it. And then one day just took them all out and he smacked his head with them. That seems oh. like it's uh, loosely inspired. Did you ever read The Twits by Roald Dahl? Oh, The Twits. That brings. I think my sister was obsessed with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. I feel like that's a deep cut from Roald Dahl. That's not one of the can, mainstream can you, ones. Can you say it again? The Twits. Twits. It's about Bank. this like horrible couple that are just the worst. They're like trolls, essentially. They're just mm -hmm. like, all they do is bad stuff. But not mm -hmm. like bad stuff like genocide, but bad stuff like being mean to children or whatever. Uh -huh. The type of bad that you see in children's books, right? Mm -hmm. And then someone fucks with them by... Or is it, no, they they always fuck with each other, the couple. And what she does to her husband, I think, is that she like takes his uh, his chair and every day 
takes a little piece of wood mm-hmm. and puts like takes four little pieces of wood and makes the the legs of the chair ever so slightly taller just like a fraction of a centimeter or whatever a day until eventually he just like thinks that he's growing shorter because he's <laughs> like shorter on his chair <laughs> so i feel like that is a that may have potentially inspired that prank in the office like this very slow build up when i um came out of my wheelchair after just spending 3 months sitting down you really want to do you, i mean is this the the forum to talk about I, coming I out of your wheelchair it. yeah uh yeah well, i know i mean i'm just cuz Guillaume probably won't yeah <laughs> you can't right <laughs> Fuck it out. Can I just do no, a quick go on, go on, Guillaume, go on, go on. Guillaume, No, Guillaume did the funniest thing in the universe once. We were at work and uh, we were going to take the elevator up from the ground floor up to where our offices were. And one of the girls was like, oh, because uh, there was, I think there was like too many of us going into the elevator. She's like, oh, I'm just going to walk. I'm going to take the stairs. I think Guillaume was like, what's that like? It's like what? Oh, <laughs> Being Jesus able to walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it was fucking wonderful. Oh, that poor girl. That it was the funniest girl. thing that's ever happened. Anyway, tell us about when you got out of your wheelchair. Well, it's it's gonna be inside pass now, but it was just when you're talking about growing smaller. And then I stood up and for like a week, everything just seemed like it was so far away and everything was so low down. And so, yeah, it was like I turned into a giant. It's like when you uh, get off a trampoline and then you try to jump on the ground. Yeah, yeah. That shit is disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Deeply disappointing. I, I um, have kind of a shitty skill of the week, but it's a legit one. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, shit. Yeah, we've actually been talking for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Friday night, baby, hit me with uh, Skill of the Week. Baby. Um, well, so previously I've said how to peel an egg, which is to take the top and the bottom off a little bit and then mm-hmm. blow, yeah. and then the egg pops out. But And I've done that on multiple occasions, and it does work, but mm-hmm. my cheeks end up with this sort of painful, fizzy sensation in them for a good 20 minutes afterwards. So I don't is necessarily recommend it as a long-term said? solution, especially if you're having a lot of eggs. But if you just take an egg and you just when it's hot and you just peel it under the cold tap boom yeah now oh, is this something everyone knows already that i'm just learning late in life i don't know i just what i don't understand what you mean don't i usually peel them under the cold tap because they're hot mm-hmm. like they they burn my little fingers mm. well this also helps them peel fair i guess seemingly can you eat eggshells if you really want to like could you just yeah, take so a hard boiled egg it's and just, just eat um, the whole thing? calcium carbonate isn't it so you can dissolve it in lemon juice and i think there's some train of thought not from uh like medicine side of things but some people think that um it's beneficial towards your for your joints if you do that fair if you eat how many eggs do you eat you said if you eat a lot of eggs how many eggs should a man eat i don't know i eat two eggs a day wow Uh, that that actually reminds me have i spoken about this before uh eating bananas yes uh the food of champions eating one banana in a day is perfectly reasonable. Mm. And, you know, it's, if anything, it's encouraged. Mm. But as soon as it's like, if I ever go to get a banana and I'm like, wait, I've had a banana today already, then mm. it is just like the single most ridiculous thought in the world that I would have a second banana that day. 
that it just <laughs> is not on. Mm-hmm. Feels like a that like there's some UN convention that has prohibited this. You would never I eat feel- two bananas in a row. No, that's insane. Yes. Don't eat, don't eat more. Like, I don't know. Why do I feel like this? Two bananas Well, it also depends on the type of banana. Because, you know, when you're abroad and you get those tiny sweet bananas mm. that you can just, they're, they're like the size of your finger. And you oh, yeah, what are they called? Them. The fucking Russell Brand bananas or something? What are they called? The Russell Brand no, They're called, no, I just, uh, I just grow, them sweet grow something, aren't they? The These short chubby bananas. Yeah. Sold as ladyfinger bananas. Average three inches in length. <laughs> There's so much to be said there. Uh, (laughs) Is that something you see when you're abroad generally? You see small bananas? Uh, I feel like it's something I associate with trips abroad, yeah. Mm. I felt like if my wife was going abroad, I'd be more worried about her finding large bananas. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) Uh, There's also the, uh, what's it, plantains? They're like fake bananas, but also not. Mm. Yeah, Mm. savory bananas. I don't know if I've ever eaten a plantain. I've never tried. It's kind of a potatoey, savory banana. Oh, interesting. So they're not sweet at all. Uh, well, they are still a bit sweet. I don't know. I haven't eaten that many. Um, I don't want to. Don't want to come across as an authority on plantain. <laughs> no, God forbid. Who's farting? <laughs> huh? Are you farting? No. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely were. <laughs> no, no, no. I was like. What is it called? Rasp- uh, blowing raspberries. Oh, right. Yeah. With your anus. Oh, your ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. Oh, Christ, boy. I feel like we've been talking for ten and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I Honestly, I want a better skill than that. I don't think this qualifies. Well, bring it then. Um, you know, you know, right, here, if, you, okay. if you cross your eyes, you see double. That's the. That's even worse. I'm not sure that's. I'm not sure that's a skill. No, like, no, no, no. That's not a skill. That's like saying um, if you drop your cup whilst you're drinking water, you'll get wet. Actually, yes. it, you know what it is like. It's like saying uh, if you suck on a bottle and then put your tongue in it, <laughs> it'll stick off. to it. <laughs> it's kind of like that, I think. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly like that. All right. Skill of the week. Here you go. Uh, if you have a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a little late to the party, but just remember, 11 mm-hmm. months from now, you put like a a big plastic bag under it mm-hmm. before, like in the beginning, when you're setting it up, you take like a, a trash bag or something and put it sort of under it. And then you lay uh, whatever, like a cloth over top oh, of it. I see or where something. you're going with this. This is yeah, smart. This is mm-hmm. smart. And then you lay some shit over the top of it, you know, for the, because you always have like a little like a uh, cloth thing under it anyway, for prettiness sake. Sort. Well, mm-hmm. not always, but it, like it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, do that, then do Christmas or whatever. And then when it's done, you can just like hoist the bag up and you won't get any needles and shit on your floor. And you'll have a Katrina bag. Oh. But you will be contributing to plastic waste in the world, which is a negative. Mm. That but, is a negative. I mean, you can just then throw it and take the plastic bag and clean it and use mm-hmm. it again. Exactly. Very good. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, plastic recycling is a huge scam. Did you know this? No, I did not. No. It is. So uh, we can talk about this later, maybe. But yeah, uh, the recycling of plastic is basically like it is nowhere near to the level that you have been 
made to think it is. It's like Ooh. it's exceedingly rare, and the vast majority of it doesn't get. There's so many reasons for why uh, some plastic would not be recyclable and isn't recyclable, mm. uh, and it's basically a result of uh, sort of if you rewind not too many years, a decade and a half or something, when this whole thing was kicking off this like less plastic shit. Uh, instead of the you know the big companies, largely Coca Cola, because they make like every single bottle in the universe. Mm-hmm. They didn't like the fact that they had to stop making plastic bottles. So instead, th- there was just this big campaign to tell people that you know that it was their job to recycle and everything to remove the onus from the companies of stopping plastic production, so that they could just keep making their bottles. Mm. Nice. So the uh, take-home message is: drink from glass bottles, folks, or cans. Glass bottles and or Coke, cans. Coke tastes better out of a glass bottle, anyway. Absolutely. And in some countries, you can get like a one and a half liter glass bottle Coke. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. It is actually interesting. Mm. I feel like you're getting very, uh, I don't know the word for it. What's the word, Monroe? He's, I feel, uh, I feel sick. Oh, I don't, don't want to say rude. <laughs> I'm, I'm he's, kind of rude, yes. You're getting like, Anxious. what's the word, Monroe? I don't know what you're, I'm, I mean, I'm falling asleep here as well. Jesus, okay, fine. Yeah. Um, I worked hard today, okay? We're hardly working. <laughs> Did you just make that up? Yeah, I made it up. Very good. Thinking on your feet. All right, uh, boys, it's Friday night. Uh, yes. Do you guys have any partying words? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Uh, so... I don't understand your specific kind of crazy, but I do admire your total commitment to it. Nice. I mean, yeah, fine. <laughs> uh, okay, be kind. Yay! Yay. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Moonro, do you have any parting words? Send us your voicemails to callingmoonro.gmail.com. Uh, yeah, and just all of that stuff do all the things that we've told you to do a hundred thousand times and you i don't think you've done by now dear listener <laughs> do that do that uh, honestly it's this lack of effort is shocking sorry Ragnar. not from you from the listeners oh yeah that, i mean it's their but fault i i took it as my it was no, my no, fault no, no. i'm gonna go on record and say fuck our listeners <laughs> <laughs> don't they don't they say that <laughs> No, I we love them. We love them. Uh, send us things. Tell us what you're what you're dreaming of, mm-hmm. literally what and metaphorically. Is your dreams? Yeah, just hit us up with that. Uh, yeah, and uh, keep on trucking. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye, folks. Bye bye. You're feeling low. In need of a bro. There's one thing. Your heart start to glow Calling Monroe Calling Monroe Calling Monroe